Slice Audio. It's time for a citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Amy oh, Rose, Brandon Jones, Kelvin Mosier, and right. Brendan Medina. Did I say it right? He did. All right. But well, what was your secret agent? I forgot. Yeah, we haven't come up I with... I forgot. we got to come up with something cool. So, yeah. again, if somebody has any input, Secret let me agent know. Mosier. Um... That's Mosier over as he pulls you over, you know, Mosier. Oh, yeah. Like over it. and out. Mo- Mosier, Mosier over. over to the right. Mosier over. I can't Mosier over any farther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he come up with something cool. Let me know. We'll go with it. <laughs> so last night was night four of Citizens Police Academy here in Rapid City. It was very exciting. Yeah. It was a good class, wasn't it, Brandon? It sure was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know you're getting tased. Hey. Nobody my... else in the class is, but you are. All right. If I have to. Can we make that happen? Uh, we can make that happen more than once. Yeah. What? <laughs> and, and Dan, he said it. He said it's like having, it feels like a chainsaw going up the middle of your body. That sounds awesome. So I was I like, oh, wait. Brandon needs to do that. I can't wait until a chainsaw goes up and down my back. That's so great. Wait, let me, let me ask uh, Kelvin this. Would you rather get tasered or would you rather get pepper sprayed? Oh, definitely pepper sprayed. Are you serious? Oh. Wow, maybe we wow. can do both. What? The? We can make that happen. All yeah. I did was go play a show. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I haven't made it. All oh, right, yeah. fine. Your time is coming. So, Whatever I got to do. What do you so, have scheduled uh, next Thursday? Yeah, I don't know yet. Give me a chance. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't think I have anything scheduled next Thursday. <laughs> okay, no. well, we'll see you next Thursday then. For you sure. You have constitutional law scheduled. I can't wait. Actually, yeah. it's, it's pretty fascinating. I, I actually could probably learn a few things. I, I'm a and nerd, and constitutional law was one of my favorite classes. Cool. Wow. And you have our firearms preparation. Nice. Yes, that's ready what I for need. the weekend. Yeah. So, so we got to get you into that if we're going to get you down to the range. Heck yeah! And that's really all I care about. That and high speed pursuits. What we can? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was traffic stops, and I really like that because I'm really good at traffic stops. On I the pro- other end. Yeah. I could have taught the class last night. You're really good at getting pulled yeah. over. Yeah. And even when Excuse we were. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, whatever. When we were watching the videos, I'm like, oh, here comes that spot where they always hide, you know. My, my mom gets pulled over a lot on Longview because it's 35 miles an hour. And for some reason, she cannot do 35 miles an hour. And so there's a sheriff out there that pulls her over, not like weekly, but like know each other by name. <laughs> I learned that you pull people over for little things like uh your favorite uh, the, the license plate lights yeah because it could turn into something bigger well yeah there's things like that uh, we'll generally make a stop on something like that just to educate the public in regards to getting those minor infractions taken care of and again uh, you never know what that small traffic stop might turn into like a big drug bust could be or- could be or DUI or a non-licensed driver. Who knows what it can turn yeah. into? And I yeah. learned about coloring books and rocks. When you find those in cars, people on drugs like to color and collect rocks. So now every time I see somebody on the side of the road collecting rocks, I'm going to be like, <laughs> "Are they on meth?" You're like, "Is that person texting and driving?" No, they're coloring and driving. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they're not doing their makeup. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Coloring. And <laughs> Coloring their face and driving. (laughs) But the videos of the high-speed chases were so exciting. That's been my favorite thing so far. 
And, that and, was intense. And you got to see uh, an incident from just pretty recently this week. A few days ago. A pursuit that took place. So a wow. little bit of background on that. We had a um, suspect vehicle that was involved in an aggravated assault that the uh, officer recognized up north. Initiated a traffic stop on it. Vehicle didn't stop. And so at that point, you start calling out a pursuit. Pursuit gradually navigated its way from the north side. Over to the west side, where I believe the vehicle crashed, and then... Took off again. Yeah. Wow. What kind of car was it? I don't know what kind of car. What was it? Was it a Lamborghini? (laughs) (laughs) It was like a little Nissan, wasn't it? A little durable car. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we converged on the area. We we form what's known as a perimeter around the area when we have people bail from a a vehicle, and we can also call in our canine units to help us track from the vehicle to where a person might be hiding. So in this case, we came up short. Folks got away, but you know, there's a lot of information about people that people leave in their vehicles. So Yeah, yeah like people leave guns in their vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man. Unfortunately, too much. Uh, yeah. There's always the saying, uh, a car makes a horrible gun safe. Yes. Yeah. And I we can't stress that enough. You would be absolutely surprised how many people are leaving their handguns and rifles and yep. uh, in their cars unlocked sometimes they even advertise them like in the back window <laughs> oh, wow. like old country style yeah and yeah. uh you know which is fine if you're way out in the woods but unlocked yeah, unlocked mm-hmm. people are crazy people will get a hold of them and unfortunately not only do they do that but then those firearms are used in other cases as well so yep. you have the initial theft of the firearm and then you have the assault that takes place days later using that same so i had my pistol stolen out of my vehicle and uh, i don't really make too many excuses about it but the <laughs> yeah. but the the what happened was i would never have left it in there purposely you know we were filming our music video for black hills back road and i took it i usually carried it at the time and i took it out because i'm like well i don't need this while i'm filming a music video threw it in my door and walked inside an open building that we were in so it'd be like, you know, the car sitting just outside the garage and I'm inside the garage. Um, it's not like I left it out there all week or something, right? Go inside, we're doing our thing. I go to leave and it's gone along with some other things that somebody, while we were right there, walked inside, grabbed stuff out of our vehicle. And that's what makes it so such a appealing crime for thieves is that it can happen in the course yeah. of 10 seconds or less. Well, now every time there's a shooting, my, my, like, uh, my gut sinks. I'm like, oh my gosh. What if that's my pistol because of my me being so dumb? Oh, you know, I've never thought about, about that. it. Like not any time there's a shooting like that. Recent that one that was in North Rapid, I'm like, oh man, if that was my pistol, like I'm gonna feel horrible. You mm-hmm. know, because that my stupidity puts put a firearm in somebody else's hands. Right, and and you bring up a good point. You know, talking about what Kelvin just said, we often don't recover that firearm until it's been used to victimize someone else. Yeah. Because these people aren't, you know, just saying, hey, I found this gun in somebody's car. Here, please yeah. find its owner. Or trying to pawn it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest thing, too, is it's so preventable. And these, yeah. these car thieves, will, they don't go for the, well, most times they don't go for the smash and grab. Most times they're just walking down the road checking door handles. Yep. And when they come across a door handle that's open, they do their shopping within, mm-hmm. you know, 15, 30 seconds and off to the next car. So, yeah, it's very preventable. And if all you got to do is just make sure that door's locked by chirping your horn with your key fob and yep. making things are locked up before you head in for the night. Just mm-hmm. chirp it. 
Chirp it. Chirp, chirp it. that horn. <laughs> Is your vehicle horny? That could be a thing. Aww. That could be a thing, though, right? If you're selling it, is your vehicle horny when you went in at night? Because you know, meth were on it. Yeah. Is your vehicle horny? Stop crying, you know? <laughs> but that's going to stick. You're welcome. It's catchy. <laughs> at the end of the you night, is solved, your vehicle horny? You may have solved the problem. It, it, it takes a lot to turn uh, Kelvin red. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me on. When, when job, you guys Brandon. came in, when you parked your car and came up in here today, was your vehicle horny? Or is it, <laughs> or is it wide open out there? Huh? <laughs> See, my, my car doesn't have a key fob, so I don't, oh, get, the, so I don't get the horn. My Shoot. question is, if it's not horny, what is it? <laughs> I've got nothing mature to say. <laughs> but no... <laughs> But I, my excursion used to have an air horn on it. It doesn't work anymore. I don't know if it's illegal. But I, uh, but that was always nice when you're walking away and you almost poop yourself because you, <laughs> you forget. Doot, doot, honk, and you're like, oh, yeah. Everybody geez. thinks a train's coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what else did you guys get to experience? We also got to learn how to make meth. I'm just kidding. We just we learned. <laughs> What kind of class is this? Yeah. This is Breaking Bad. (laughs) We got to talk to the drug guy, and I missed his last name, but I believe I heard his first name was Dan. You are correct. correct. Yeah, he was was very interesting, and he did share his personal past with us, which I thought was interesting, because I'm like, how does this guy know so much, you know? Mm -hmm. He had, like, such a big heart. Well, you know, we we get to see the effects of meth every day on society and on other people and what it does to other people and what it causes people to do to other people. And so the motivation is there to keep it off the streets. You know, over at the uh, UNET, which is our United Narcotics Enforcement Team, you know, they're they're not going after the... You know, low-level dealers, the the folks that have a personal use amount, you know, they're going after, you know, the supplies that are coming into Rapid City. And you saw that, you know, just prior to the rally and that big that big drug bust and, mm-hmm. you know, $2.5 million street value seizure wow. of drugs. You know, that's, that's a big deal. And that was all stuff that was bound for Rapid City that was going to, uh, you know, people here in Rapid City help, really, help them mess up their lives. Could have really revved up the rally. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting how he said that they can tell exactly where in the world it came from just by testing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Everybody has their own recipe. Yeah. And those recipes have their own signature from a forensic standpoint. And, you know, that's another thing. And you guys will get to experience this, right, Kelvin, the evidence section? Yeah. That's going to be towards the end to where you'll actually be able to go in and do some fingerprinting yourself. Hmm. Maybe take wow. some photographs of like a mock crime scene. I think they might have. Set do we up for you. do we get to like you know try some of the stuff? Like <laughs> I don't want to try any of the meth, but I mean you know who did I let in? Maybe this do we got? Technically he's not. Technically he's not in yet. On this, TV they kind of like smear it on their teeth. Marijuana. <laughs> uh, you know what is this white powder? It's not Miami what? Vice. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Oh, we can't do that. That's some high-quality stuff. Let's cuff them. I, I say what we do is we, we bring them in, we put some powder in front of them, see what happens, and then it, it's baking soda all along. Yeah. <laughs> My nose hurts really bad, but I feel nothing. <laughs> I thought the, the drug talk was going to be like a cool thing, but it was more inspiring mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it, it really does leave an imprint on just how 
uh, how big of an impact, you know, you, you hear about somebody using drugs and you, you think, well, they're only victimizing themselves. Well, no, they're victimizing the people around them too. Yeah. Right. Just maybe indirectly. Yeah. I suppose it's kind of like throwing a rock in the water and that ripple effect of you didn't just disturb that water where the rock landed. It's, it's that ripple of the whole thing. So that person using the drugs is that rock and then it just ripples to the family and to the friends and absolutely the and mm-hmm. to their children that's yeah. that's probably one of the ugliest things we see as children who oh. are hooked up on this stuff at such a young age and yeah it's it affects the whole family yeah, once they get that in there absolutely in their history yeah. so that's why you know folks like the unit and you know the patrol officers on the street every day are, are working to get this stuff off the streets and out of the hands of you know our citizens. Yeah. Dan even said, you know, he has hard times. Sometimes it's a really difficult job. And he received a letter from somebody that he caught with drugs, thanking him for catching her because she changed her life. She like turned her life around. Good. No. So yeah. that was really cool to hear about that. That's what we're aiming for every yeah. day. And he also said something. Well, he had something on one of his slides. that said, if your crystal meth dealer has all of their teeth, they are the cops. (laughs) I thought that was funny. I had to take note of that. (laughs) Your teeth are way too nice to be dealing with me. It's like, you know, you can't trust a skinny cook. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I never thought about the skinny cook. That explains everything. It was just a cool night overall. Good. We're glad you had fun. And... Kelvin, what's on tap for next week? Yeah, like I said, uh, next week we have a firearms preparation where you'll be able to take a look at our department-issued firearms, everything from our uh, sidearms, our Glock sidearms, to our uh, rifles we carry in our patrol cars, to our less lethal shotguns that we have uh, in our patrol cars. We'll get you prepped up, educated up in regards to what we're using. And then uh, come Saturday, you'll have uh, an opportunity to have your hand at our firing range to uh, try it out yourself. Hmm. Awesome. And then uh, additionally, like we said, uh, constitutional law, all the uh, different uh, rules and regulations kind of in regards to what we uh, work with, uh, constitutional rights, amendments, those sorts of things. So it will be a education-packed evening. It's starting to get more and more exciting Mm -hmm. every week i am super bummed that i've missed as much as i have and i know i'm going to miss more in the future but well you're getting because this kind of stuff is very intriguing to me and and seeing it and being a part of it and supporting you guys Mm -hmm. is a huge part of of me and uh so unfortunately having to miss it is a bummer but yeah Hey, can, can we can we get you uh, committed for next week at least? Next Thursday for sure. Okay, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Next Saturday though, the one part I really want to attend might be coming back from Bismarck, so that might be kind of tough. Might but, be tough. What a loser. Yeah, depending on the time of it. But yeah, sure. I uh, we got to meet Max last night. Canine Max. Yeah. Yeah. He was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were pulling out to to go somewhere, and we were like, hey. Bring that dog over here. <laughs> well, in a few mm-hmm. weeks, you'll get to meet all of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Brandon will really get to meet yes. them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, make hey, sure they meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. I'll show you my moves. Put these dogs to work. We could probably draw up a uh, release for them. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Just get in touch with the city attorney's office. We'll... Well, Brandon's already got that spot filled. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm faster than I look, so well, I hope those dogs are ready to run. As we've <laughs> learned, we might need a backup. <laughs> <laughs> look, on Thursdays, I should be somewhat... F- well, there's... No. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, I'll be gone, for sure. Oh, I'll be boy. in Jackson Hole. 
I roll. <laughs> well, Very thank well. you guys for allowing us to partake in this opportunity. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. All right. Until next is. week. Yeah. And this is the best podcast ever. Yes, it is. Citizens Arrest. Citizens Arrest. <laughs> we love you guys. We love thank you. you. Right. Love you. Woohoo. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative.